0: Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to The Wing Barbecue. We are a Dallas Rewatch podcast where we review every single episode of Dallas one at a time. If you're new to the show, we're in the sixth season. We have over 100 episodes. We just are entering our fifth year of recording. So welcome. My name is Mary. And
1: I'm Sarah.
2: Josh here. Happy New Year. Oh yeah,
3: Not Melanie. And I do believe Sarah almost forgot to say something because it's been so long.
1: I know. No, I. Did. I know a second. I was waiting.
3: Welcome.
1: <laughs> What's wrong? I'm
0: really tired
1: too. <laughs>
0: Sarah, Sarah, that's your
1: cue. I got it.
0: A quick thank you to our, our Patreon members: Brendan Phillip, Captain America, Amy Hara, Marie Johnson, Michael Jung, Jason Carter, Jennifer Andalicado. Laura Bernheim, Brad Mulholland, Anita Rand, and Kristen Carlano. Thank you very much. Also, thank you to a lot of our brand new free subscribers. We have been accumulating quite a few of you that are starting to follow us on our Patreon for free. You can access our Dallas Archive, which is a bunch of random things that we find on the Internet that are just... <laughs> have things to do with the cast so music videos and interviews and that sort of thing and at our paid levels you can get a bunch of outtakes and bloopers and now this season Mm -hmm. we've started posting those with video so you're welcome and i'm really sorry about that at the same time because we're (laughs) not always ready for (laughs) video
1: (laughs) that's what you can buy i mean
2: not ready for prime time, huh?
1: I've got my Jamie's on already. That's organized awesome.
3: chaos. You get
0: us in the raw, no
3: pretos. Right, 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 right.
0: I mean, yeah, that's yeah. You know, if we're well, not, then that's obviously. when we start our OnlyFans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or Feet Finder. Wait, is that a new one? Oh, I already oh.
2: have six subscribers. Oh no, no, that's another joke.
0: No,
3: All right, trip.
2: No,
0: we got an email, fan <laughs> mail. Okay. Because we started asking again, like we did five years ago when we started the podcast, for people's Dallas yes! stories, like how they get into Dallas and all that. And anyway, we actually got an email from listener Clay Carter. He writes, Hello. Hope this message finds you well. I get excited when I see there's a new Ewing Barbecue episode on Spotify. Thank you, Clay. That's awesome. I'm responding about some of my... Childhood Memories of Dallas, when Pam was wrapped up like a mummy after her automobile accident, and I thought she really was under the cloth, and it freaked me out. I also wondered what it would be like to live like John Ross. Yeah. Me too. I love Dallas because the storylines are very tangible, oil, a ranch, and power. (laughs) It also had just the right pace, not too slow, but not too fast. The Dallas reboot had storylines happen so quick, it would have taken an episode and a half to get through it in the 80s. I could go on several more paragraphs, but I will pause. Thank you for your time recording and uploading these podcasts, Podcasts and give us Dallas fans something to look forward to. Best, Clay Carter. Thank you, Clay. That is awesome. Um, I get so excited when anyone sends us an email. We also have a new listener in our Facebook group. His name is Mike Wilson. Yeah, and he's, I remember reading his story the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And Gee, he wanted to share his first Dallas memory. He was around nine or 10 and had a bad dream. His dad was in bed. So he sat on the couch and watched TV with mom for a bit. First first scene I see, Pam exploding. Not sure what time I went back to bed that night, but I guarantee it probably wasn't before the local news ended.
2: <laughs> bad dream becomes bad reality. <laughs> so he's
0: about, he's about y'all's age.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It must be
2: H- happy new year. Uh, it's, it's now 2024. The hashtag Dallas 45 is over. We are now doing <laughs> hashtag you BBQ five to celebrate our fifth anniversary this year. Oh, how was everyone's holidays? Okay. Okay. Okay, that's good. Would you Would you
3: like to say what our big announcement is? What we're going to be doing in March? For for those of you who are not following us on social media for whatever reason, in the Facebook group have, or on Instagram,
2: For those in the Dallas world that have been <laughs> distracted and have not been paying attention recently, um, <laughs> there's a thing called the Hollywood Show out in Burbank, California that is coming up. And on March 1st and 2nd, the four of us are all going to be there. And I don't know in what capacity, uh, because I I am in contact with the organizers about a few little things going on. But um, should I give a rundown of who's going to be there? Yeah, do it. Okay. At last count, we had 26 people that have appeared on Dallas at this event. 26. It has to be a record for reunions. Uh, we obviously have Linda Gray, Patrick Duffy, Charlene Tilton, Cherie Wilson, uh, Deb Trinelli, Deb Renard, and Denon Simpson, the first reunion of the Ewing secretaries. And we will be having them on in February to talk about the upcoming event catch up with them. Uh, Kathy Poldwell is going to be there. Uh, Christopher Atkins. Lee McCluskey. Sasha Mitchell. Steve Keneally is listed as schedule permitting. (laughs) Barbara Stock, who played Liz Adams. Jack Scalia, who played Nick Pierce, is going to be there. Lee Taylor-Young, who played Kimberly Kreider. Jenna Lee Harrison, (laughs) who played uh, Jamie Ewing. And a little bit of... Odd trivia that I thought about her. of. Yeah, she is, had the distinct pleasure of playing cousins to both Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers, who were married on Step by Step. She played Jamie, Bobby's cousin, on Dallas, and Cindy Snow, Chrissy's cousin, on Three's Company. I just thought that was a little interesting. Armory Katz will be there, and for the first time, we'll meet Josh Henderson. The Two of the John Rosses are going to be there. Josh Harris, who played Christopher Ewing, is going to be there. Rosalind Allen, who played Julia Cunningham in the two, no, in one of the reunion movies, J.R. Returns. And she played Annie Ewing in Conundrum, which is kind of funny that Brenda Strong played Annie Ewing, different Annie Ewing later. Tracy Scoggins, who played Harve Smithfield's niece, Anita, also played Diane Kelly. Um, who else do, am i missing here uh barbara stock uh, <laughs> lindsey bloom who played bonnie is going to be there so all the drinks i guess will be on bonnie that weekend
3: better <laughs> than an open bar but i'm just
2: oh they're going to have one of those too fern fitzgerald uh is going to be there that's, years ex- after-
3: that's exciting is this like her first after- appearance right
2: Yes, and it's wow. years after she uh was supposed to appear at fanSource in two thousand eight but uh, mm-hmm. had to pull out of it.
3: I can't believe that was so that long ago, still that's crazy
2: Kim uh, we get into a couple minor people here that if you're a really completionist and you want <laughs> anyone that appeared on Dallas, we have Robert Pine from Chips who played Jenna's psychiatrist in the dream season. <laughs> Kim Johnston Ulrich, who played Bootsy Ewing in Conundrum, and Stephen Williams apparently played a bailiff during a couple of episodes during Ray's manslaughter trial. Uh, have I covered everybody? That is Sasha Susan Mitchell.
3: Howard, possibly?
2: Well, we would like that. Well, if, oh, no. if Steve is going to be there and Lindsay Bloom is going to be there, then I think that Susan Howard needs to come protect her man and bring her fur coat.
3: <laughs> like to see that, yes. Oh, so we are we syrup. are all
2: going to be there. <laughs> she was just so overwhelmed with the cast list that's going to be there. So it is basically the ultimate uh, reunion, and I know we're going to be meeting up.
0: Yes, we are all going to be there. We're going to have a get together that's free, and we'll give you more details later. But I'm pretty sure to probably be at the bar okay. at the hotel. Which is oh the Burbank Marriott, I believe.
2: It and it will not be an open bar, but the drinks will be on bar <laughs>
0: Right. Yes. So,
2: side <laughs> note, you
0: guys, um, this
3: hotel um, about twenty-two years ago was a Hilton, and I went to my very first fan convention there for for I Love Lucy. Fun. Hmm. Yeah. So this what's is a, like returning a, to I this- Love
0: Lucy convention, like.
3: Um, I mean, what's it? What's any convention like? It's mm-hmm. like a
0: normal convention. Memorabilia, fans,
3: some okay. who cross a line, some who don't. Um, uh, nobody's really dressed up kind of like the the horror cons we went to.
0: Okay. There's nobody <laughs> yeah. dressed as Lucy
3: or <laughs> a- Ethel there, or anything. There is like an impersonator, but, and they, some of them have like a costume contest, I remember, but <laughs> um, they're, you're not just like walking. The people I remember weren't just like walking around dressed up like Lucy, no. There was always like an event.
2: Did they okay. have anyone that appeared on the show? Uh-huh. Oh
3: yeah.
2: Oh, okay. That's cool. Okay. Of That's course, good. you
3: know, the main four were are long deceased, but they right. um like Lucy and Desi's kids were there. Um, they had a bunch of writers. Actually, Lucy's brother and his wife were there at one point. And, and just a bunch of, you know, bit players on all her shows. Oh. Cool. So yeah. And um, they've all like kept going to all that stuff, except, you know, it was so long ago, they're all like slowly passing away. Yeah, yeah. Speaking A lot of, of them are speaking,
2: gone. and speaking of, um, original f- <laughs> four being gone, I just learned before we went on that for anyone that watched The Honeymooners, which, uh, Giorgio Petrie, who played Harve Smithfield, appeared on, uh, Joyce Randolph, who played Trixie, passed away today at the age of 99.
3: Oh, wow. So she was
2: she was the Dang. last of the four. Yeah. Wow. So, oh. And, uh, wasn't
0: the, world, the honeymooners before I love Lucy? They're about the same time. Same time, okay. Maybe mm. a couple years.
3: I will Google it, but it—they okay. were about the in the fifties. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let's but see. the um, funniest scene I remember on the honeymooners, I always quote whenever uh, people are moving furniture today, it was Ralph and Norton had to move a dresser uh-huh. and they couldn't couldn't lift it up, and Ralph goes. Norton, you got to take the drawers out first before you lift the dresser. So they take the drawers out. They put the drawers on top of the dresser and it's still the same weight. And then they pick it up and carry it across the room. So.
3: <laughs> so how's this? This is wild. You guys, the honeymooners one season, 39 episodes. Oh, what? that's
2: right. That's right.
3: 39 episodes from September 19. 19- Let's say see- no. Hang on. It aired October first, nineteen fifty-five, didn't finish till September twenty-second, nineteen fifty-six. And then they went into like a variety show format afterwards where it was just like SNL, like a sketch. Okay. But 39 episodes. Which is like what? Three seasons now? Four? Right. <laughs> Thirty-nine <laughs> episodes for one season. That's bananas. That's wild.
0: Dallas,
2: I mean, Dallas top had that had
3: that one season that was like 31. 31 yeah. Ever.
2: yeah. But but shit, the, uh, we were
3: lucky to get 13 out of this year's broadcast one with the strikes and everything, which I'm right. glad they finally got everything they wanted.
2: Mm-hmm. By the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, they may still add a few more people from what I've been hearing. We'll so, see.
0: And, yeah, We'll see if they add some group photo opportunities. <laughs> and, but if anybody is going, please let us know. We will, of course, let you know closer to the time when and where our meetup is going to be, but just if you're going to be in the area plan on it, I am guessing it'll be either that Friday or Saturday night at the Hilton or no, sorry, the Marriott Marriott. Burbank.
3: The
2: artist.
0: Yeah. And yeah, so that's my guess, but you know, contact us closer to the time. If you're going to be there, just like, let us know, give us a heads up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that'd be really cool.
2: I am, uh, working on, uh, we will be having sometime maybe in earlier February or mid mid February with enough time for you to edit, obviously, to get these up before we go. But, uh, Kathy Podwell, Cherie Wilson, and Alan Catton, who does their fan sites, will be joining us.
0: A little side note that (laughs) if you happen to also be a Twin Peaks fan... There is an event that is coming up in February that I have helped plan called the Real Twin Peaks Weekend and it is the weekend of February 23rd through 25th 2024 in North Bend in Snoqualmie, Washington the local Chamber of Commerce and the North Bend Downtown Foundation have teamed up with fans To create a kind of takeover weekend where we turn the area into Twin Peaks.
2: Oh, I wish I could be there.
0: There is going to be discussion panels all around town and different businesses about different subjects. We have the prop master from season two coming to talk about props along with social media people who recreate props and collect original props. We're going to have a Leland Palmer karaoke one night. (laughs) We are having um, a pink room <laughs> dance party, which is going to be amazing. There's going to be location tours, special seatings at Tweeds Cafe, and a Salish breakfast at the Tweeds Cafe. Seatings. The band Wisteria Lodge will be playing all of your favorite Twin Peaks music <laughs> and much, much more. So, oh, and there's also going to be an interactive thing at the North Bend theater which is of course the theater that twin peaks firewalk with me premiered at they're going to be showing the missing pieces from twin peaks and it's going to be mm-hmm. an interactive discussion so at any point anyone in the audience can yell stop and then we stop whatever's playing and then you discuss what's happening on screen and oh. it should be pretty cool and so if you are interested in that at all Tickets are on sale right now. There is only 150 VIP tickets available, which gets you some really cool collector shit too. So go to therealtwinpeaks.com and check it out and get your tickets.
2: I assume that uh, I'm not a coffee drinker, but there'll be plenty of uh, coffee flowing. Oh Um, yeah.
0: There's also going to be the policeman's dream, which is another event, which you get to watch the cities do the proclamation of Twin Peaks day. While having and bottomless cups of coffee and as many donuts as you can eat.
2: And Ruff. will there be I assume Tweeds will have the cherry pie going too?
0: Oh yeah, Tweeds will have the cherry pie. And fun fact, mm-hmm. that next door to Twe or two doors down from Tweeds is the North Bend Bakery. And mm-hmm. that is the real pie served in the return. And I know that for a fact.
2: Now if you go to what was the the, the lodge. Uh, the um yeah you know, oh, the great, great northern?
0: northern, yeah, the Salish well, will,
2: yes, will there be an opportunity to have the famous Jerry Horn sandwich of baguettes with butter and brie ba- actually,
0: now that you mention it, one of the local restaurants is creating that sandwich you can get that weekend <sighs> so
2: so um, good,
0: should totally head over.
2: I wish I could make it out there. But I have to be putting <laughs> my pennies away for California.
0: It should be. We're trying. Hopefully, if it's a good turnout, it's something they're planning to do every year. So check it out. Cool. It's gonna be great. What about birthdays? Okay.
2: Birthdays. Let's start with. Uh, we'll we'll start with what we miss because we're in a new year now. January third, Victoria Principal turned seventy four. If you can think about that, uh, I'm Trying to do the math on this. Uh, January 7th, Fern Fitzgerald celebrated her birthday and she is 77. Yeah, 77. Okay. <laughs> January 13th. Yeah, we're going with
3: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. January 13th, Sherilyn um, Retina would have celebrated a birthday. She was born in 1956, who played Jackie. So, 68. She would have been, Um, sadly, sad story with her, daughter of Leonard Katzman. January 14th, Barry Jenner uh, was born in 1941. He would be 83. Dr. Kenderson. Dr. Kenderson Ah. and Jeff Cunningham on Knott's Landing, Abby's (laughs) ex-husband who kidnapped the children. Uh, also January 14th, 1986, Donna Reed passed away. A very sad, sad to see what happened to her after her season on Dallas. Uh, the way she was let go. I would have been all right. Yeah. She, she had tough shoes to fill and. She did. If she had originated the role, then it would have been hers to begin with. But I think she really would have been better served coming on maybe as a relative of Clayton's or maybe maybe Garrison had a wife that we didn't know about that showed up yeah, and it was her or is that uh, just
0: her all the problems people have with her portrayal of a Miss Sally, none of which were her call, I don't think, you no. know? She didn't pick out her wardrobe on the show and
2: no. she didn't do the lighting that she, she complained that the lighting.
0: That was, she didn't write the scripts.
2: If Barbara Geddes had not come back then you would have had to kill Miss Ellie because Donna Reed passed away the following season. So oh, that's
0: true. That's true. Huh.
2: So it's, I don't know. I, I'm glad I,
0: that Barbara Balgetti has decided to come back. <laughs> Thank you for your service, Donna Reed.
2: <laughs> Not to diminish it, but it's like oh. one of those filling the seats at the uh, award shows until the other person gets back i don't know that's not, not like that but uh,
3: that's an actual job i didn't realize that
2: like they is, hire and- people
3: to do that <laughs> that's crazy and i well, believe they just, when the camera pans out they don't want empty empty spots it's weird
2: and i believe <laughs> Uh, Tyler Banks' mother may have done some of that or had something to do with something along those lines. It seems like a good
0: gig. Like, you just go sit down and watch a little bit of a work show.
2: And you're surrounded by all these people.
0: Yeah. January 16th
2: in 1993, Glenn Corbett, who played Paul Morgan, passed away. And uh, born on January 23rd, 1950, so she'd be 74 as well, Meg Gallagher, who played Luella, and she has passed away as well. So yeah. And of
0: course, January nineteenth, I was born. So your birthday. Yay.
2: <laughs> That's right. You and my and little your dog. <laughs> my little pet Lux. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna stop there with me, birthday stuff. Me
0: and Dolly Parton and Edgar Allan Poe. And Z Arnaz Jr. And Janis Joplin. I,
2: I have mean, been meeting. You are. I have been meaning to listen to Dolly Parton's uh rock album that she released. Oh
0: yeah. It's pretty it's all right. You know, it is what it is. It's
2: It's serviceable. She she did get um, Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney back on "Let It Be." So
0: I mean, right? Who else Mm -hmm. was going to do that?
2: Right, exactly. Dolly
0: Parton. (laughs) She's hardcore, man. Don't mess (laughs) with her. Yes. Okay, tonight we are talking about season six, episode twenty-two, episode one hundred and twenty-five. This thing. As directed by Larry Elkin, I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. I believe he also directed Dallas the Earlier's later on. It is aired March 11th, 1983, which the number one song in the U.S. on that day was "Billie Jean" by Michael Jackson, and in the U.K., "Total Eclipse of the Heart" by Bonnie Tyler. The number one film in the U.S. was still Tootsie. And top news stories from this week. Then the ninth People's Choice Awards was this evening. Nice. The ninth, (laughs) yes. Wow. Burt Reynolds, Jane Fonda, and Catherine Hepburn win for motion picture. Tom Selleck, Linda Evans, and Loretta Swit win for TV. And at the, I guess it's a big deal because I kept seeing things about it everywhere. Mm -hmm. The ice dance championship. At Helsinki, Finland Was won by Jane Torville And Christopher Dean Born this day was The rapper Gouda Gouda And singer Carrie Underwood
2: Gouda Guda died- named after cheese
0: Cheese, oh, cheese Yes, yes. Oh. Died today was Austrian Entomologist Stephen von Breuning And <laughs> L- Lorleen Hunter who was an American jazz singer? Died at sixty
2: three. I'm not laughing at their deaths. I'm just laughing at their names. There's the bleh, the tongue twisters.
0: Very, <laughs> very Austrian. And, and I've Dallas.
2: been drinking. And I've been drinking. <laughs> and on Dallas, we had an episode that jumped up from four to one because people cool. want to see what's going on between Bobby and Jr. Here, it's That's stuff's going down. Oh yeah. Walt Driscoll, who played Dr. Josiah Bartlett on St. Elsewhere. Um, Episode 291 of the series was written by Leonard Katzman's son, Mitchell, and it was also named The Sting. And this is the only instance of an episode name being used twice on Dallas. And on March 10th of 1983, the day before this episode aired, 60-year-old, yes, she was only 60 at the time, Barbara Belgetti's completed filming for season five. And five days later, on March 15th, she underwent triple AKA bypass. Open six. She, yes. Uh, five days later, on March 15th, she underwent triple bypass open heart surgery at Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Can y'all wow. hear me?
1: Yeah. Can yeah. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Because I was here. I had a whole conversation a few minutes ago, and my mic was off. Oh no! Gotcha. No, I was trying. No, it was like just a little bit. I was just going to say when we started, I said that I'll say more about Uh this later. But I really like this episode. I was watching it in the car today, and so I was really concentrating because I was like trying not to hear music from him. And I have my earbuds in, and um, I just thought it was like a overall like the whole. The whole episode like looked better. Like I don't know what was different. I mean I've watched the last ones. I haven't been on here in a couple of episodes, but I've been watching them. This one for some reason looked like a better it's quality. It's because they're I, HD now. Okay, it's just, it's just it's just, it's just the, even just like even the the way that the script fl- like flowed a little bit. I don't know. I just thought this episode. Maybe this is the first one I've like paid attention to in a while or something. But it just I liked that. And, so.
2: and I have to say, piggyback on that. I really noticed it this time, too, because I have been watching Falcon Crest on Amazon Prime, and I'm on season eight, and I'm using the Amazon Fire Stick, which I got in a, uh, what I call a Red Sox gift swap here in the Boston area. We don't say Yankee gift swap because uh, we hate the Yankees, Um, and that episode, uh, those episodes of Falcon Crest were looking... A little bit grainy and like pale, dated. Mm-hmm. dated. And then mm-hmm. I watched this morning or early this afternoon for tonight's episode uh, that we're recording, and everything popped. It just popped That's out of the saying. screen. Even
1: the, even the blue eyeshadow looked bluer. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like all the colors are amazing. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it is and, different. And I've never in, really, in,
2: including Morgan Brittany's eyes, which were incredible what, to begin with. Oh,
1: scene. yeah. When she's on the floor in that scene with Pam mm-hmm. and they're like, like talking on the floor. Uh-huh. And her eyes are like blue, blue.
0: Yep. Uh, in this episode, we open on some uh, immediate action. Uh, That's what I said. Like, plan so in. A activated. Plan A activated uh-huh. some intense music. Uh-huh. Walt Driscoll walking out of his ho- motel well, room, gets in his car and drives off.
2: And he's lost, until- he's lost, he's lost everything, including his wife and job.
1: Until, uh-huh. until he's hit by Ray. And if you notice in that very first scene when he jumps in the car in the fury and he backs out in the backing up process, it's I, didn't like it, you know, I mean, back it up, he did it. I was like, shit. Yeah.
2: I heart. was wondering, uh, as I hadn't watched this episode in a long time, I was wondering yep. where he was going to be struck, whether it was when he was backing up in the parking lot or whether it was going to be coming out into the street. Yeah. And the street makes make much more sense because Ray is, has the right of way in the street.
0: Yeah, and but the thing is, is like I feel like he could have easily avoided that accident <laughs> if he literally had looked at all, but
3: he didn't. Yeah.
1: Nope, not one second.
3: <laughs> you know what I've noticed? A, a lot of people that... I, well, I've seen do this thing. They in drivers' ed, they teach you to look left and right, and then left again, right? Yes, They're, they don't look left a second time. Yeah.
1: Bam. Yeah.
2: Bam. And you always and you always end up looking in the direction that you are turning last. I guess. Exactly. I, yeah, because you want to have your eyes on the road and not something else.
3: Uh-huh. I keep going like this even as I'm pulling out because, you know, because oh, like, at the yes. very last minute, someone comes whipping around that corner and I'm particularly thinking of one near my house. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Nope. Right, you don't want to yeah. be destroyed in traffic. I know we have people in my town that just, they, red lights are optional to them. They run red lights. They take lefts on red lights oh, when nobody is I there. I
3: both when the light turns green now because
0: the people blowing red lights. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh,
2: yeah.
1: So Walt we well, is uh, so
0: flustered that it's not surprising right. that he act, like yeah. gets in that accident, you know? Right. Yeah, he just yeah. Without looks
2: suspicious.
0: Out.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh my god, un- yeah. And it's an unplanned like, distraction.
0: All
3: over his it's an
2: unplanned deviation from his agenda right. of getting to where he right. has to get to.
0: Cause he at first he's mad. He's like, Are you kidding me? You just hit me. And Ray is like, Whoa, you saying this was my fault? And he's like, You know what? It doesn't even matter. Like, cool. you know what? My insurance will cover. I just got to go. So bye. And yeah. Ray's like, No, 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 but we have to like exchange information. And he was like, And Fuck. then the cops just show up out of nowhere. Somebody up, called yeah, them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a
3: like good they were timing. Like
2: they were like they were waiting for this to happen.
0: There. Yeah. <sighs> the Braddock County sheriff out of nowhere. And then Br- like, Braddock, while talking, Braddock County.
2: We- He was in Braddock County. Uh, I I don't know where he's staying. I mean,
0: it must be because it was a Braddock County Sheriff's Department. And And just down the road from South Suddenly, a commotion. All the people Mm -hmm. in Braddock are like, my God, what's going on? There had to have been 20 people out there. And I'm like, really? (laughs) For an offender vendor. And who's among them but but Bobby?
2: Yeah. Robert James Ewing.
3: Bobby's back there being, don't be suspicious. Don't be (laughs) suspicious. And he's like walking up to the car and. (laughs) You see what he's, he's like, doing. He's do. like watching and he's like, place the briefcase. Crouches, crouches, crouches down, down below.
2: You know what, you know what the whole crowd showing up reminded me of is when you're when you were in school and a and a fight broke out, suddenly just everybody descends upon the yeah, fight and everybody yeah, comes, yeah. goes up. Or in the neighborhood, I know we had um one time the side of the house went up went up in flames and the <laughs> fire department came. And they happened to be on the next street over for a grease fire in their kitchen. So it was very easy for them to just pop over to our house. But the whole neighborhood just comes running behind the fire truck over to our house. Uh, and it's just like a massive crowd. That, that's Emotion. what this crowd reminded me of. They just all surfaced yeah. from nowhere. Yeah. So you-
0: but luckily for Bobby, like he had his window open and everything. Like He didn't <laughs> even have to open a door. It's just well, like, then- burp, Easy Bobby's easy like, this
3: was way too easy. And then like right. he gets up out of the car and looks at Ray and he's like
1: I love the how he's standing behind the tree. And, and you can see in the background he's going. <laughs> in the background behind the tree. It's so obvious
2: I'm going.
3: Shines the bat signal up. Oh my god. Yeah. This
2: was another another in a line of um uh Bobby Ewing's spin off ideas here. Bobby Ewing. Private, yeah.
0: This one he's actually pretty good at. And so then Walt takes off right away because Walt's like, "Okay, are we good then? Okay, bye. I gotta go." So then they're like, "Yeah, leave." And then like the second he takes off, like Bobby just walks back over and he's like, "Hey, thanks, Ted." (laughs) Ted. And we find out Ted was involved in the whole shebang from the uh, sheriff's department. Oh, so Bobby has a sheriff, a sheriff's deputy
3: arm retainer, kind of like Jr. does. Of course, yes.
2: That that <laughs> um, was like when Bobby happened when Bobby happened to know the sheriff okay. in okay. the uh, town where Lucy had been kidnapped. But I, right. uh, yeah, Bj, he has there, all his but,
0: connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Bobby and Ray look <laughs> into the the suitcase or the briefcase that they had just stolen from the car. And they find in the hidden bottom a stash of moolah. And they're like, we knew it. <laughs> he was going to a payoff.
2: And I learned we learned later that it totaled about, what, 100,000? 100,
0: 100, 100,000, yeah. yeah. 100,000. Mm-hmm. And Bobby yeah. laughs about it. And he, he says, wait till he opens that briefcase. The rest of his hair is going to fall out. <laughs> <I know. laughs> all right, Bobby. Jeez. All right what a dick <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to airport security walt he's just like hey and they're like you have to put your your thing through the scanner he's like no no no! i want you to hand check it and they're like well but
2: give it a try." he's like
0: because i have film <laughs> they're like it's not gonna i've been this person too who asked them to hand inspect film and they're always like it's not gonna affect the film i'm like you don't know that this is an important don't... film <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, I'll do I She's actually like, recently did this with VHS tapes because mm-hmm. I didn't know how VHS tapes were acted with mm-hmm. the, and I know that they can't, magnets can erase them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I asked them to hand inspect because it was like the one video that I know my dad is on. Mm-hmm. And they, the, the guy mm-hmm. was like, you're lucky that I was here because I know what those are. No one else here even knows what those are. I'm like, VHS tapes? Yeah. Like motherfucker, I'm not that old. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. I you know, I put
3: my noise machine um my my white noise machine in my carry-on once and airport security was like, "What the hell is this?" You it's like it's like this round cylinder thing and I was like, "Open my bag." <laughs> like yeah. It's nothing. It's As literally a, a, a thing that goes like, it's not a, you know what, you did, know, what did you turn
2: it. it on for them and demonstrate? <gasps> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
3: no, like they, t- they took it out and they were like, Oh, like, yeah. Cause it has that, you know, plug on the end of it. And it says dome on it and it has a high and a low. So oh, <laughs> Whatever guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just easier to travel with earplugs now. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: So the lady hand inspects it, and while she's doing it, though, he looks so suspicious. Like if I was her at that moment, I'd be like, wait "Oh, you gotta come back here, man," because he's just like yeah. sweating. I know you can almost see it dripping off of him. Yeah, he yeah. looks so he's, guilty. He's like, uh, yeah. uh, he, he's yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, my god."
2: He does. He does not get an Academy Award for his acting job here.
0: No, no, Uh-oh. But then she gets like, a okay, Raspberry
2: Award. He gets a Raspberry. You're
0: f- you can go and he's like okay cool and then he moves like one step and then these other security guys come and they're like hey come with us buddy <laughs>
3: he's like oh no what
0: why I have a plane to what? catch what? oh oh yeah and then they're like they just immediately open this the briefcase they and take out the false bottom like not even even like at all deterred by it and then like they knew it was there Almost like I knew it was there, yeah. Ooh. Two loaded guns. And you can see Walt just be like, wait, what? <laughs> what like, oh, what is happened? happening?
2: <laughs> and how do how do you think they got tipped
0: off? I don't know. It's interesting. I'm not sure. The
2: and little guy the, hiding in the, the airport? Like,
0: like uh, hey, I think you're going to miss that plane. <laughs> and he, Walt is just so dumbfounded. He's like, I have no idea what's happening at this moment.
2: I don't... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, things just got things went completely south.
0: Yep, yeah, and then we see Bobby just hanging out like with his back <laughs> turned at the <laughs> telephones, like, all right. All I right, Bobby. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then we cut it's to ewing oil. So well, and Roy Ralston.
2: Ralston <laughs> that's Purina. a tongue twister for me. <laughs> Ralston Purina, that's all I can think of here this <laughs> yeah. game.
0: And they're waiting for JR who is totally late.
2: Yeah, we'll find out why.
0: But they think he's just been held up. He'll be there any minute. And they they're they can both wait. And he's like, you know, you can go if you want. Like, you don't need to be here. And she's like, maybe maybe you don't understand the situation. But you're dealing with both of us now. Yeah.
3: Poor Delulu Sue Ellen. Nah, it's going to be a whole new life for us. Ellen, girl.
2: And JR is dealing with his wiener. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere else
3: yeah he totally skipped out on the meeting to go bang serena for a while
0: Uh uh-huh and i don't do you think that he honestly forgot or that he just didn't care like i wasn't sure about that because later he's like yeah just it slipped my mind (laughs) i wonder if he got caught up in the moment and was kind of like fuck (laughs) he's like i need to go get some yeah i'm gonna
3: celebrate and then realized he was late and then was just like, okay, what generic excuse can I give them? That'll be believable.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jr. Pig. You know, also, they're like drinking. They talk about opening a second bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean to be a judgy bitch, but it, is it even like 1 or 2 p.m. at this point? And they're like, no, what's it's after dark? Of, is isn't it after it, dark? Isn't it after uh, like dark when they're sitting in the office? I thought it was the afternoon, but maybe it, it could be
1: no, Early
2: no, evening it's, or something. It, I can't remember, it's, but it's still daytime. It, yeah, I it was it's, like it's,
0: afternoon because then I thought it cuts to Pam nothing. and Porn Stash at lunch. Okay, yes, yeah, they waited for two
3: hours, right? Is what they end up mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five says okay,
0: yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, so they're just getting wasted and fucking in the middle of the day. <laughs> so I mean, right, I mean, more power Day too, drinking. Yeah, yep. yeah.
2: Day drinking and so, yeah. So and they drinking. So they s- pop another they cork. He pops us.
3: Jr. and Walt are both about to find out what fucking around means.
0: Uh huh. They'll find out. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and Jr. is popping himself back into Serena too.
0: <laughs> popping, and then in the next scene, we're popping more corks in the restaurant as Pam and pornstash are having lunch. Pornstache. Sarah Stash, stash. <laughs> Sarah's disembodied voice <laughs> she, just, stash. she just tells him how She's so grateful to him for selling His company to Cliff And he does that like guy thing Where he's like well I think i I know a way you can thank me I'm like uh, Dude And she does yeah. like oh, so, It's so fucking cringe <laughs> Oh my god I know so bad
2: Come uh, on, and then ride she just man, says, How does,
0: you're just such a nice man Yeah? Okay And he says, well, I tried so hard not to be I'm like, gross, you guys Too much. Too, much. Too much And then, whoops, who do they run into?
1: <laughs> Miss Ellie Ma-
2: Mama oh! Bear and It was like
1: awkward, it was awkward
0: Awkward, Ellie and Clayton
2: That was awkward as yeah. hell
3: Oh, yeah. 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 Super awkward. And Clayton and notices the tension and he's like,
0: Clayton, yeah, let's we go, can go somewhere sit, else. So she's like, it's,
2: it's, it's Clayton and Mark, the two males, that notice the tension <laughs> and those women are trying to brush it off uh, somewhat. They're
0: trying to cover it. Right. And then, cause, and Mark apologizes. He's like, you know, I'm sorry. And she's like, why? And he's like, well, I that embarrassed you. And she's like, no, it didn't. I'm like, it obviously did, Pam. <laughs> like, okay, it's just like I don't have anything to be embarrassed about. <laughs> or, or, okay, and then right. Ellie just—it just makes Ellie seems sad to me.
1: <laughs> it's like she said later; she realized that that's the first time she realized that they might not get back together. Like she right. saw something different.
2: Right. She's like, right. They wonder if there. She wonders if there's more to their lunch than meets the eye.
0: Right. Yeah, and then but Clayton's like, you know what? It's not our place to judge. But it's not our play. Like we just gotta. It, Dallas is a small town, and you're bound to run into her. So, and she's like, "Yeah, if, you're right."
2: If my, if porn stash is dipping his oh, pen stash. into her ink into her ink well, then that's their business. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, over at the Krebs man Krebs Mansion.
3: Krebs <laughs> Mansion.
2: Over at the crab house. Frantic
3: phone calls, trying to find Ray, and look who comes stumbling through the door. These two jackasses. Oh, Why? my God.
0: Uh, they Totally are drunk. <laughs> drunk as fuck. Hmm. Yes. And then she's just, like, she's not mad, but she's really annoyed. She's like, you could have just called, you know? It's late. Really? I was worried about you fuckers. And then i are like, ha, we- ha, ha, ha.
2: Made and, out of the spirit of john wayne <laughs>
0: yeah and bobby's like
3: jr's not gonna sell guns to the indians anymore and she's, like,
0: she's like she's like whatever she's stupid like i'm like, gonna <laughs> put on some coffee for you fuckers all right
3: like yeah you two need to sober up and the guys are just like
0: <laughs>
2: oh, are oh like,
0: kids they are
3: if they were if, they're if, they, were proud emer- if they were of themselves
2: if they were in a locker room on a sports team, they would have been snapping towels at each other's asses. Yeah. It probably, it probably
1: would have been
0: yes. weird, but it, there we yeah. are. <laughs> I have to
3: say yeah. that, uh, honestly, that scene, one of my favorites of all time. It was, It's a good Undelous. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. It's bad Bobby, yeah, when Bobby's face changes, when Donna's like, you know, I was worried. Your wife was worried about you, and Bobby kind of goes, <laughs>
0: But then he, worry he was about like me.
3: <laughs> but then he started laughing again. Yeah, yeah. so he's like, selling guns to the Indians. Do it
2: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Jr., he's about to learn that Walt's in jail.
0: Yep he <laughs> he does his little like walk of shame into work, and, and you know she's like, "What? Where? Where were you?" And he's like, "Yeah, sorry, I slipped my mind. I had stuff." <laughs> I
2: had I had my wiener uh, in her bun.
1: Hey, yeah!
2: Uh,
0: and she's like, yeah. "Okay, that's a cool story, bro." But you really need to call Walt Driscoll. And he's like, "Yeah, do you have his number in Puerto Rico?" She's like, "No, I have his number in jail." <laughs> <Not> <laughs> he never in jail. left down.
2: <laughs> jail. It yeah. does remind and- me
0: of the Christmas movie Ugh. "Merry Christmas in Jail." <laughs> Where's that from? It's from "It's a Wonderful Life." That's it. It's "A Wonderful Life." Yeah, right, yeah. "Merry in Christmas
1: jail. in Jail." Oh, mi-
2: yeah, Miss, Mr. Potter when Mr. When, Potter, when, yeah, when, yes, when, when jo- George is running back through town. Uh-huh. "Merry Christmas, Moby House." That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Mary, it's me, George George Bailey. Don't you <laughs> recognize me? And <laughs> then. Um, did, was anyone else watching this on Amazon Prime?
0: I, mean, I was watching it on Voodoo.
2: Okay. What this,
1: this, this episode? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Because there the there time. was not a there was not a single commercial until the last 15 minutes. I
1: know. I was wondering why. Yeah.
2: Because
1: they usually have commercials. That's why yes, I just bought the episodes that, on Voodoo so that I didn't have to watch
2: commercials. I don't blame I, you,
1: but I was no, really surprised. I was like, what's going on here?
2: No, I use the commercials uh, as break-off points if I'm going to watch half the episode one day and half the next day, or if I need to check messages or take notes or jot a few things yeah. down, I do it during the commercial break. Hmm. So, meanwhile. Yeah,
0: meanwhile. Meanwhile, we cut to the sheriff's office, and JR is asking Walt, like, what happened? And Walt has no freaking idea.
2: And JR wants to call Garcia himself
0: yeah he realizes that the ships have left and there's no money for the payoff so like they're in trouble with Gar- Garcia's gonna not know what's up so he's like hey why don't you give me the number for garcia and i'll try to smooth it over and luckily walt knows it by heart
2: well he better but i guess he's people calling- knew numbers
0: more back in the day
1: By heart, yeah right
2: right I mean, now somebody asked me somebody's phone number and i go uh, I barely uh, know my own. It's
1: I, I barely know my mother. Yeah, I know my I, I barely know my not,
2: Their phone number is like, is their name. I go in and I push their name and up up rings yeah. the phone.
0: Yeah, right. So I only right. know mine because I put it in for the grocery store. That's the only reason. But yeah, I don't remember yeah. anybody else's number. But yeah, back in the day, you had to know people's number. And he knows. I guess he's been probably because he's been talking to Garcia a lot. So he knows that one by heart and he tells it to JR.
2: I like in some places back in the day, it was like Klondike fives, uh, seven, six, nine or something like that. I don't know what Klondike That means. was
0: before my time. I
2: don't I just see it in old shows like Klondike fives. Yeah. yeah. Now everything is five, five, fives.
0: Well, yeah. Cause that's the yeah. fake area code. Yep. So Art. he really wants Jair to get him the F out of there. And J.R. says, you know, hold tight. I'll take care of you, but I got to deal with this stuff first.
2: Right. Because I got to save my ass before I try to save your ass. And if I find out that I exactly. can't save your yeah. ass, then I'm going to throw you under the bus.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair.
2: And, and Mickey then Mickey
0: and, and Lucy are coming home from their date.
2: They pull into the South Fork soundstage, which is obviously apparent that it is on a sound stage at that point.
0: Oh, my God. Like, I feel like I never, in the past, used to... I never noticed that it was a soundstage, but, like, a shot like that is so obvious <laughs> that it's a soundstage.
1: I don't ever notice those things like uh. that. And I was like... Hmm.
2: And it's funny. I was going through on my phone, cleaning stuff out, and I came across pictures from 2000... January 2012, when I was down in Dallas at the at the South Lamar studios where they were filming and I was on the replica set of South Fork. And you, I, I have pictures of the matted backgrounds of the ranch and everything and just uh, the whole
0: cool.
2: outdoor. I, I should post them up uh, just so people can see them. But it, ever since then, I now am able to look at things more critically and say, Oh yeah, that's a soundstage. As you can tell by the lighting, the lighting, as good as the lighting is, it's never 100% recreates real life lighting on location. So Mickey, yes, Mickey in there.
0: So Mickey says, he's like, I have never asked a girl for permission before kissing her before, but like, I, it seems like something I should do, but I'm really not sure what to do right now. And you can tell that she appreciates that and Right, are we,
2: are we all getting the feels yeah. from what's developing between them right now? Oh,
1: total the, feels, yeah. all the oh, feels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Like, it's, it's a sweet thing to do. And and honestly, I guess because I haven't watched the ones with him in it in so long, I remember thinking I used to think he was like really cheesy. But now watching it like as an adult, I'm like, he's the sweetest guy ever. I know he's and just she's like, not used to that, so not, it's like, yeah.
0: And, he, and the thing is, is I think he's not normally that guy, but he sees that that's what she needs.
1: And but, so, right, I think she sees the good in him and he sees the good in her yeah. and it's like a different thing. I don't know. It's right. really cute. Like I got chill bumps.
0: And then her reaction basically gives him consent. And so then he goes for it
1: and it's
2: super sweet. Such
1: a good cheek. Yeah.
2: And I have to say they're, they're both well-dressed and they look really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I like her cute little leotard outfit when she leaves the next night yes Bobby. Wood. you're seeing a lot of him lately aren't you it's like it's like, like i think i might have had that outfit she's so I'm, cute I'm like, in it. oh my god that was cute yeah.
0: jr calls garcia and he says garcia's like okay yeah cool i understand what happened as soon as you jr pay me then <clears throat> i will give you the paper that says the oil was purchased by puerto rico instead of cuba and Jared's but, like, okay, cool. Right. But but but, but. but. but but, his payment and the oil is not in Puerto Rico. It is in Cuba. Cuba and if Cuba. Jared wants it, he's going to have to go there and get it. Sounds like a problem. Yeah.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 just want that guy's name again? What? What was that guy's name again he was talking to? Garcia. In Puerto Rico. Garcia. Garcia. And he is the
0: dad. same he played cruz castillo's dad rafael on santa barbara in the late 80s early 90s is what i know him from
1: <laughs> so did you remember that or did you see it look it up no i re- i knew I, it not I, was, that.
0: I was like oh my god that's cruz's dad <laughs>
1: you know i've never watched santa barbara before.
0: i it was only on for five years but it not was i, it was four, I five loved five years, it in middle school oh so. i might
2: have to watch it
0: so then Bobby comes to pick up Christopher for his, like, weekend... Henry,
2: Henry Darrow. Henry Darrow. That's what? his name.
0: So Bobby comes to pick up Christopher for a visit. And for, the I guess, the weekend. His weekend 80s dad visit. And it's a little awkward when Bobby asks, how, how's your mama? And then she's like, well, I guess you heard the news. Oh. And then they have words. She's like, so... I bumped into your mom. And he's like, she didn't say anything. She's like, she didn't? Oh. Oh,
3: shit. Too much. Uh Uh-oh. And now Bobby's like, (laughs) I wonder why she didn't say anything.
2: The cat's out of the bag. You can't shove the cat back in the bag. You cannot shove that cat back in the bag. So spill it, Pam.
1: It's out. You did it.
3: I mean, she could have been like, maybe it just slipped her mind and then kept her mouth shut. But Pam was like, I'm going to put it all out there. Well, Maybe it's Uh because I
1: was having lunch with Mark Grayson. Because Boy. it made her feel better. She wasn't yeah. doing it to be nice. It made Pam feel better. That's why she was saying that.
0: Yeah. So she's basically like, Well, I had nothing to hide. And, Bam's, and Pam. bam then Pam, And then Bobby's like, Well he's <laughs>
1: yeah, like, Well. But right. mom was keeping it a secret too. So obviously. And, then, something.
2: and, then, and then Catherine then, sticks her nose in it. Trying thought, to-
0: weirdo. She made it worse. Of course she did. On she's, purpose. But on still. purpose. She's like
1: Bobby. It's not as Bad as it sounds, it, it and was I totally even in the room. I, and I, I want to think, even, if you weren't even in the room, you came into the room to get into the conversation. And even
0: Pam was like, "Catherine, yeah. like, shut up." Yeah, it <laughs> was, cover for me. I have nothing to apologize <laughs> for or feel guilty about. And then Bob was
3: like, "Well, like, for, for some God. reason,
0: he's wearing her balls on the outside of her pants now." Yeah,
2: it I was, was like, worse. Everyone he feels he was saying like, "Cover up for <laughs> you." <laughs> he was banging her on the table at the restaurant, okay? Is that what you want to hear? I mean, uh, t- please, come on. Dude. No, nothing was going on.
0: Yeah. And, and and Bobby's just like, yeah, okay, whatever, and leaves. He's annoyed. Takes
2: Christopher in, out the door. Did you notice Christopher was whiny and crying <laughs> at the beginning of the scene, too? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yes, very whiny. He's, he's
2: whining this
1: whole episode, honestly.
2: I wonder I if he it... He
1: slams that car on the...
2: Now I I wonder though if it's um, Eric Farlow's mood or if they want him to be whiny in this these particular scenes.
0: Oh, I think it's his mood. I think they they're shooting, and you know they probably did a you know they bring him in, and so they just have to go with whatever mood the kid is in,
2: right? And, you know, and, and go
0: with it. So,
2: and I I'd be curious to know if uh, how. How present his mother was on the set, like uh, Tyler Banks's mother Kathy was on the set all the time, and whether and sh- she was well, actually. An they extra. have to be
0: mostly for our kids that age. Right,
2: and she was actually wasn't an extra in some episodes. Eric Farlow's too, or mother,
0: or the nanny.
3: I thought I read I, that. Maybe wasn't she? Mm. Didn't she play the nanny? Wasn't that Eric Farlow's mother?
2: Not that I've read.
3: I thought I read that. Maybe I'm just imagining it. I don't know.
2: Not I probably am imagining it.
0: I don't know, but I I think it's. I mean, because I believe with kids that little, they're only allowed to film with them for like half hour, hour a day, like really short. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's
0: why they use twins or dolls. That's why they use twins. Yes, uh, yes. So,
2: and I, I have information. He was
0: in that we're shooting.
2: I have a little little factoid to provide when we get to a certain okay. episode more of believable bup- bup- because <laughs> sh- shit had
1: That's different part of the day. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: yep. It, it just showed that the kid had a personality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then JR is visiting Walt again um at the jail.
2: Walt tells him about the accident. Yeah. And yeah. I
0: and he said, you know, look, I, I've been I've had time to sit and think about it here, and the only time I can think that something happened that it was out of my sight was when I got into this accident. And Jair's like, accident? What are you
1: talking what about? That? Yeah.
0: yeah. What's and you so it's like, yeah, about, I got Willis? hit by a gray haired cowboy in a white truck. She was like, <laughs> That that sounds like bullshit. What are you talking about? Yeah, and I'm not I'm
3: sitting here going JR did you not listen to what he just said? Yeah. Right here, yeah. cowboy
2: in a uh-huh. white pickup truck.
3: He wasn't. He wasn't yep. even thinking about it. No. He wasn't. Well, and he's just I like, did... whatever. I'm out of here.
2: Well, yeah. you're on your own now. Yeah. And Walt, uh-huh. Walt gives that, I'll get you, Jr. Yeah, the whole blah, blah, blah. blah, blah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't get you. That's yeah. the last thing I ever do. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm. Like we haven't heard that before But then
0: JR, leaving there Pulls into South Fork Angrily, he's in such a piss mood At this point <laughs> Angrily pulls in next to Ray's truck Which he sees when he gets out And he's like, brain comes back Yep
2: And, and we should note that off on the side Lu- Lucy and Mitch uh, Not Mitch, Lucy and um, uh, Mickey, or, see another guy with an M name Mickey, Mickey. Mitch Mickey uh, they're they're oh, lovey dovey by the pool. Oh,
0: yeah. They are. They're being super cute by the pool, and yeah, <laughs> JR is just like super. He you can see him put two and two together. He's like gray haired cowboy with a white truck. And he looks cool. The front
1: of the car,
2: and
0: he's like Great Crabs hair. and Mickey's like, no, he lent me his truck.
2: <laughs> well, Bobby we here? Know. Okay, he's
0: up in his room. <laughs> and so then he walks out, and then he's like, "Wow, there's just something so likable about him, you know."
1: <laughs> I love me, um, yeah.
2: I I, 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 would have liked to have some more uh, overplayed, overly dramatic music uh, going. Turn this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. For sure. Mostly in the next scene, when Bobby bursts in the Jr's room.
2: A uh, Jr bursts into Bobby's room.
0: Oh yeah, doesn't even knock. Flings the yep, door open. You're right. like, Jr bursts into Bobby's room. I literally wrote it backwards. Bobby bursts into Jr's. It's Jr bursts in the Bobby's room. <laughs> you're right. You did.
3: Doesn't even Bobby knock. Bur- Bobby, Bobby comes out bo- all bo- casual like, and he's like, "Yes."
2: Bobby bursts because into Jr's room. Like. We're going to confront each other because I did this to you. No.
3: (laughs) Bobby's like, "Uh, slow your roll, dude. Mm -hmm. JR's like hopping mad.
0: So pissed. And he's at first, Bobby like pretends not to know what he's talking about. And then he's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I stopped you because you're going to ruin our business. Uh-huh. They don't
2: care what half of the company it is. It's going to be shut down. There's going to be no, no oil. We'll all go to jail, and I'm not going to have that. Huh?
0: So get out of here. Get out of here.
2: I'm surprised you didn't say "Get out of here" before I bounce you out of here on your ear.
0: Make like a tree and get out of here.
2: Make like an itchy dog. Um.
0: And then we got to the next morning where Ray Ray... So I'm guessing at this point, what we didn't see, we did not see Bobby call Ray and be like, so he totally knows.
1: <laughs> right. Whoa. And Ray's got some balls the way he approached all that too. Uh,
0: oh my God, yeah. Because he just comes over and he's like, yeah, I think you lost something.
2: <laughs>
0: <The brief case. laughs>
2: With $75,000 because we used $25,000 to bail your friend out of jail. Wow. Yeah, since you
0: were, great. like, too busy to do it. And <laughs> Jair's just so pissed. Jair's like, damn it. And then we got to Pam and Catherine sitting on the floor, and Pam's sweet talking, and Pam what? is all relaxed, Locked. sitting in her, like, peach lounge outfit.
1: Velour lounge outfit. Velour. With no shoes
0: yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, by the way, Pam, how's, how's that uh, exercise just- studio going? Oh,
0: yeah. We <laughs> forgot about that. She's abandoned it. Pam is just marveling about how much her life has changed recently. She's like, I've never, I haven't been to my exercise studio.
2: (laughs) I don't don't live at home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Catherine just looks like she's silently judging, but like, Pam's not (sighs) picking up on it at all.
2: And Catherine, Catherine wants (laughs) Pam and Bobby together again. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) So she says. Lies
3: detected.
1: Crazy.
2: Unlike Walt Twiskel, who gets a Raspberry Award for his performance, Catherine gets a, a an Academy Award for her supportive sister role here.
0: Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she played those, well. those blue eyes. I'm on your side. Like, you had nothing to be, like, Bobby doesn't have a reason to be upset. Like, you're just getting, you guys are separated and you can have a friend and he's totally just your friend, which I don't know <laughs> if you guys. That, there's that song by Olivia Rodrigo that's big right now. Oh, The lines are something like, I totally like him just as a friend, the biggest lie I ever said. Yes, I know that he's my to we can't
1: only see him as a friend, the biggest lie I ever said. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that's what that reminded me of.
1: <laughs> Catherine's just, she's crazy.
0: Yeah. Ugh. You get to see whoever you want. He's totally just your friend. Pam's like, yeah, he is. Yeah.
2: And then Cliff, (laughs) the barnacle barn, shows up to take them all to brunch.
0: Offers to pay. What?
1: Who is this?
2: And he's so so having a bromance with porn stash. They're going to do a lot of business together.
1: Very much so.
2: He's gonna put Barnes oil on the top.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. uh, Mark and I, the you know, love couple of clerk, you know, and then and then he says something about Barnes oil. And Catherine is just like she just like looks at him blink, blink, I think you mean Barnes Wentworth? And he's like, Oh yeah, that's totally what I meant.
1: And she's just like she does not like that at
2: all. And the scene ends on her her evil crazy eye.
0: That's almost uh-huh,
3: like uh-huh. it's almost like her tick. Did you guys notice that her blink blink is like almost like her going, like kind of like uh-huh. snap out of it? Yeah, no, like, uh-huh. no, no, uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. Like I'm gonna go crazy.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> red rum, red rum, red rum. <laughs> Did you say crazy?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so loud today. Oh, ma.
0: Bobby's playing with Christopher by the pool when Ellie comes out. The
2: uh, pool set on the soundstage today. They really are.
0: That's what I was noticing too. They're like they—they really like this setup right now. You know this episode. And then Bobby's like, "So why didn't you mention to me that you ran into Pam and Pornstash?" And then she's just like, "Oof, Pornstash." Yeah. Just like I don't want to get involved in your issues.
1: (laughs) Which. Uh True, but Uh, right. Right. I mean, I would have it, mentioned it because I would have figured that Payne would be like, well, she's going to mention it. So I'm going to say something. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: Yeah.
1: Also, I think she wanted
0: yeah. to hurt Bobby's feelings too. She didn't want to see Bobby sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes
2: sense. Oh, look what this fight for the, the bidness is doing to them. Right. So this is where she
0: says, like, she's like, this is, it just made me think for the first time that maybe your separation might be permanent. And, like, I just, it really mm. threw me. And that throws Bobby. <laughs> Miss Ellie's having all the yeah. feels about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sad. And then we cut to what I think is the scene of the episode to me.
0: Yeah, I like the scene.
2: Lucy and Mickey at the motel.
0: Steele's motel.
1: It makes me feel kind of, like, weird. But I know it's because they don't, either one of them have their own home. But it makes it seem creepy to me. <laughs> I don't know. Bobby. I know. <laughs> I know that like kids like sneak off and do things, you know. I'm not stupid, but just like she's an adult, she's been married. I mean, she's an adult. I know, and, but I know yeah, you're not going to bring Kelly back to your family's ranch. To right, she's a, she'd there. have to either
0: take him to her bedroom, like walk her she, past her grandma's room. She or can, right.
2: she, she can't she go to the hayloft. She him. already had <laughs> she already had sex with her uncle in the hayloft, so she can't go there.
0: Well, and like right, he lives in a bunkhouse. And, like, he oh, seems apologetic God. because of, like, what a motel it is, but she doesn't care. No. 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 It's
1: kind of, I mean, it's sweet, but it, I was just kind of like, Ew. She's
0: had sex with plenty of professors
1: in motels just like <laughs> that one.
2: And That's don't what, forget. I guess it's not weird to
1: her. It just, it just means more this time. <laughs> right, right. Means, and, yeah.
2: And she has been with a beam skin rug, too.
0: That's yeah, true. But probably yeah. in well, fancier hotel rooms than that would be my guess. Right. So he says, like, look, if at any point you want, you change your mind about this, like, I will take you straight home. And she's like, yeah, I know. That's why I can be here with you, because I know that you would do that.
1: Aww. So, yeah. This makes everything ever sadder later.
0: I know. And so then he totally makes her comfortable. He's basically like, look, I know that something happened to you.
2: Was it with Was it your husband?
0: husband? like, and she's like, no. And he's like, you can tell me. Like, you can trust me. And so she does. She feels comfortable enough to tell him everything that happened, which is big because she's only told Pam. Right. And I forgot about
1: that until she said it.
0: Yeah. And and he she tells him about the rape, the abortion, everything. And he, he does- just plays it cool. And he does, he doesn't judge. He doesn't. He's just like.
2: He's, he doesn't know what to say, either. He's just, yeah.
0: He's just like, I don't know what to say here, but, you know, he's basically like, I got you. He's amazing about it.
2: <laughs> not that same punk kid we saw in uh, Emporio, is it? No, that's-
0: well, I think it is the same punk kid, because this is the kid who was just trying to, like, hide his feelings, you know? Right. You know?
2: It's, it's not the same... Punk kid that he persona that he was putting on, it's the veil is coming down and he's becoming himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the more that they exchange like their feelings then for each other, and then, you know, she's ready. She's like, I don't want to go home. What a guy do it. I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, Mickey,
2: you're so, so you're so fine. <laughs> you're so fine. Were you about Mickey, to do that too? <laughs> yeah. Tony Basil from Easy Rider.
0: <laughs> right. And then Ewing Oil. Uh, JR tries to smooth things over with Garcia.
2: Okay. Moment. Then JR's, uh, Garcia's going to think it over and get back to him that evening. Okay. Right. That's very okay. big of you.
0: And then as soon as he hangs up, Catherine walks in.
2: In her striped outfit.
1: Hmm? That's the one I was talking about. The leotard outfit. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was Lacey. Her striped outfit. Yeah.
2: It's like, what is it? Like blue and like.
0: Oh, we're supposed to have outfits of the episode. I don't. I don't. I forgot.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, actually, my outfit of the episode is
1: Pam's floor suit.
2: I Mine's
1: going to be the leotard outfit.
2: And I'll go with this Catherine. I, I'm not big on the whole outfit scene, but I'll go with this uh, striped number she's wearing right now.
1: Okay. You should have said Mickey's tweed jacket and squared off tie. Yeah, that's right. Squared off skinny tie that was big really uh, in the 80s.
2: No, this, this Catherine's outfit popped more in my head. Than, it
1: popped more. So,
0: anyway, Catherine is there because she's like, I feel that we have similar goals. And Jared's like, Wait, what is that? And she's like, Yeah, we both need to be free of a brother. And he's like, Well, I guess we do that. Siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Siblings. siblings. And then Bobby, I guess it's the next morning, Bobby drops Christopher off an hour late. From late an hour later than he was supposed to on his visit physical late. Just
1: call. He could have called before he right. left he, and said, I fucked up. I'm late. I'm heading your way.
3: Right. Or he could have. And
1: he did not. He Don't tell me time. he
3: doesn't have a damn phone in his car like JR does. He so does. Even
1: if not, call from the damn house when you're loading the baby up and say, Hey, uh-huh. I'm so sorry. I'm a dick. I'm late. You have, I'm you, all made, you could tell <laughs> her to call Pam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, hey, I've got Jerry. to go. Call Pam, tell her away way.
2: Teresa, call again, Pam.
0: You guys,
3: he's a man.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: No, offense, he's Josh. like no I have to get
0: Christopher ready by myself, and I'm like, yeah. It's like, that's what I did not
3: notice to like- use
0: the phone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't yeah. think to use the phone.
0: And she's like, <laughs> well, I had like thing. I have plans today. I have appointments, and he's just like, sorry. And just then, the doorbell rings. stash yes. <laughs> enters. You get plans with oh
2: Porn uh-huh. stash is there,
0: and Bobby's pissed, and you know she planned it so they didn't have to run into each other.
3: And all right. hell breaks loose. He's
1: like trying to yep. beat him up. Yep. Yeah. I move.
2: I I don't think but you should again, be coming around here.
1: That-
2: I don't think you should be coming around here and uh, you know complicating things. And-
1: but I think that he's taken aback that she. Doesn't stick up for him and it's like no, mm-hmm. this
2: is my house, leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out him out of there on his ear.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> and it's like, but it, yeah, he was out of
3: out of line there. He was. Oh okay. yeah. He came in the house like a like a caveman, like a Neanderthal. Uh-huh. Aren't yeah, we supposed to drink much because like Bobby wants wife. to start uh, uh, a fight?
1: What?
2: Do we drink when Bobby Bobby tries to start a fight? Okay, Do we yeah. drink a drink? Sure.
1: drink? I didn't
2: even
0: bring a lot today, but no. No. Um. So, yeah, so Mark says he can't blame Bobby for being upset. Um,
2: okay. Well, whatever. Because uh, he, he would never let uh, he would never let that ha- that happen I'd, if Pam was I'd his. I'd never woman.
0: let you go in the first place if we were married. And I was like, you sure about that, Mark? You sure about, about that? Um, you sure you sure, sure
3: about that? About that?
0: <laughs> yeah Okay. You sure? Yeah.
2: Well, it's a good thing Catherine's not there because she's having lunch with Jr., who's uh. He's
0: just <laughs> happy to be having uh, lunch with one of her mother's children without the fear of getting indigestion. He says. That's
2: right. That's why I can't read my own writing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she quickly <laughs> points out Cliff, Cliff is a Barnes, and she wants him out of her company.
0: And then he's like, "And," and
1: she's like, "Well." Basically, I'm a really good spy because I can find out information.
2: Mu- much like Jr. wants Bobby out of his company,
1: right? Yeah.
0: And she's like, I have the suite next to Pam, so I know all that stuff that goes on. And I, and she's a part of the, like we're all in business together, so I can find out information, and that will help you. And he's like, Yeah, and that, you know, this it doesn't help you at all, though. And she's. Basically, yeah. you know, you're just, you're looking out for Pam's best interest right now. She's like, oh, definitely.
1: Definitely. Yeah. He's not stupid. <laughs> definitely.
2: her best interest is to be with Pornstash while I'm riding or- Bobby's pole. Hey.
0: <laughs> 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 <Perfect>. but- <laughs> so then we cut to Ewing Oil. Is- JR is trying to figure out how. Uh,
2: Bobby is getting an assessment of the both ends of the company. Oh.
0: Yes, I was like, how the sides are doing. Yeah, how both sides of the fight for Ewing oil are going.
1: And he just clarifies that he's only ahead because, including that, the oil that that guy right. doesn't know is Right. Because the guy's like, you're,
0: you're, JR's still 10 to 12 million ahead, but, JR, but I was like, oh, but that is the money or the oil he has in reserve, which we know is in Cuba. And he's like, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. But I was like, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never count of you, uh, never count of Bobby out, huh? Not
0: nope.
1: yet.
2: And we have a nice happy Academy scene Club. with Cliff. With Cliff, a happy yeah. scene.
1: Like, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, how how much did that Afton means- make in this episode? Audrey <laughs> Landers making this episode for one scene? Uh, no.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it got about. Yeah. So yeah, the cartel is there. They welcome Cliff and Afton to celebrate, and Cliff wants to celebrate him buying Mark Grayson's company that makes drilling equipment. Oh, Cliff is having such a romance with Fornasch. Oh my god! It has him in such a Long. good mood that he not only bought lunch the other day, but now he's offering to buy the, all the cartel a drink.
2: Yeah, what? Wow! Who is this
0: person? I know.
2: And 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 <laughs> there's no Chinese food involved either.
0: Oh, I know! Nice. I, to, you know Cliff is in love now. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then we get a quick scene where Cliff. Bobby arrives at South Fork at night as Lucy is headed out. And she just relays the phone message <laughs> that the McLeish brothers called and they'll be in Dallas tomorrow and they but, want to meet with him.
1: And that <laughs> was the only... He said that was all yeah, the message, said, yeah. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah. And then we cut to Ewing Oil at night. Garcia wants to reach an agreement.
2: And guess what he wants? He wants the more. How much more? Equals,
1: he, what did he say? 10
2: 25 million? 25%. 25%. Yeah. That's 10 million smackeroos.
1: Yeah, You're crazy.
0: And he's basically like, well, you have a choice. It's like getting paying me that and getting your money or having no money. So, eh, your choice.
2: Click. Like, as soon as he clicks and hangs up, guess who walks in? Hi. James hey. She's
0: like, what is up? I, You know, the deal's supposed to be done and there's no money in my bank account.
1: And he just looks First. defeated. He's like, well, you're not going to get it, Neither am I. We lost. And she was uh, like, oh, no. I want my $17 million, or whatever it is.
2: 17 million. This... Well, th- this is Bobby's fault. No, no, chair. Don't you blame Bob. This is all your fault.
1: Right.
0: And then he tells her that the money and the oil is in Cuba. And then she does, does the the same thing that Walt Driscoll does. And I feel like this is like at the end of every season now, everyone's starting yeah. to be like, I don't make you I'm pay, like- Jeff. It's the last thing I ever do.
2: Oh, 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 oh. I'll get you, JR, if it's the last thing I ever do.
0: And then he literally just looks at her and he's like, yeah, well, you're going to have to stand in line. <laughs> yeah. Which then we freeze frame on JR. <laughs> Ta-da.
1: Which we freeze drink frame. once. So.
0: Okay. okay, so I get this one, four bourbons, and a, li- a velour leisure suit.
1: I give this a 4.25 and Garcia's big fucking cigar. The biggest one I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) He's compensating. He's compensating. (laughs) When the bed broke. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with a 4.4 because I think things are uh, starting to twist in the wind, as it were. And I am going to give it a Tender and emotional scene, but in a hotel room between Mickey and Lucy. I'm
3: because doing four point five just because of that scene with JR, Jr. Not Jr. with Ray and Bobby, and oh, yeah. a pot of and a pot of coffee to sober them up. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! nice.
2: Here we go! Oh, yes!
0: Awesome! Well,
1: um, a good episode.
0: That was a good episode, and next time we're going to be talking about which this the next episode is really good. It's a classic, mm-hmm. season six, episode twenty three, episode one hundred and twenty six of the series. Mm-hmm. Hell hath mm-hmm. no fury. Oh yes.
2: Oh, I like that
1: one. Yeah. So she and- won
2: that after a while. Yeah. And we'll keep you updated on all the uh, goings-on coming up in California. It seems to be evolving constantly.
0: Woo! Uh And check out our merch that we have on TeePublic. If you have not already, we have some new stuff that's going to be going up in the next couple of weeks. So please check it out. Uh And, yeah. Until then. Bye! Bye
2: y'all. Y'all come back now, you <laughs> hear? <here. laughs>
3: JR can't sell guns to the Indians anymore.
0: next on dallas
2: saying i'm sorry i won't bring back 17 million dollars i will get the ewing brothers out of my life all by myself if you won't bobby you better move fast while this contest for ewing all is still on and i win here's to winners is that what our marriage is to you now a moment you make me feel like i should give you a bill for services rendered
1: I want you to know that my relationship with Jr. is not all his fault. I wanted him more than I've ever wanted any other man.